This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, right? Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. Worship Brother Ken. And Brother Rocco. We've, uh, we found Rocco. He's on the side of the road collecting cans. He was out there with around. my friend waiting for the bus. <laughs> so he's like, come on in. Okay, we're Jean-Louis. Jean-Louis. Uh, I it was Jean-Pierre. So this episode, we're talking about... Uh, His real name's Jim, which was really disappointing. <laughs> Close enough. That was really disappointing. How to become a... District Deputy and the Grand Jurisdiction of Connecticut. Uh, I know it uh, varies from state to state, but we're going to be talking about it and how to advance through the line because I know for uh, many people, they become a past master and then that's it. You're done. Mm-hmm. You're well, only spin. In our defense, we only have one uh, lunatic. Greetings. Lunatic friends. We only have one past District Deputy up here, so... George, remind us what year. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you. I mean, we yeah. might not know anything about it. You no, do. I said after you become a past. Oh, did I say pastor? Did I meant to say No, no, no. You said master. past master. Past but master. what I meant is, you know, there's only one of us who really knows the true procedure, I would imagine. To speak from experience on how to obtain yeah. such a. Well, you guys pretty much know, no? For the most part. Not really. <laughs> George, what years? Where, remind where, us. Where am what I? What years? What? Were you district deputy? 15. 15, 16. 1516. Three grandmasters, two years. So, hashtag not my district. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, I was. Matter of fact, you were. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go over that, and we're going to talk about just how to advance through the line. I guess we can start with. Uh, Do you want to start with likes first? I, I got new we'll likes. likes. Yep, yep. Fire, fire away. All, All right, right. Likes. <clears throat> You're in charge. <clears throat> <clears throat> let's see if I could. Let's see how easily I can get through these. I got the Facebook ones. Rob Gregonis. Ryan Condon. Oh. Yes, that's Ryan. That's that Ryan Condon. I thought Mr. Ryan's dad. Mary Jane Smith O'Connor. Bayless Brown. CJ Bogosius. Yagnik Anna. Shannon Goodwin. And Chris Carter. Not the Hall of Fame Chris Carter from the Minnesota Vikings, just another Chris Carter. An even better Chris Carter. Even better, because he likes us. (laughs) Chris Carter probably has no idea who we are. Um, But yeah, those those are our likes. 
So uh, I will go ahead and lead the toast, brothers. Right hand to arms. To arms. Ready? Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Charge them up again. Oh my god, it's so much better when we're drinking whiskey. Lord, Marco, I appreciate you pouring me that glass, but it was like half full. So I'm going to start from. Half full is bad? No, no. We got some new subscribers <laughs> on YouTube. We're going to start doing this in this more than I expected. We're going to start from a week ago. So uh, we're going to charge them up and we're going to toast our new YouTube uh, subscribers. And we'll start with Sid Rad. Then we'll go to Daniel Mattis. Daniel. Mad Dog. Not Mad Dog, but. Uh, I mean. Don Gillespie. Joe's got to read this one. Where are we looking? Don Gillespie. Where? I see Fox News. No. Yeah, I have no idea. I think oh. I went to a different notification. There. Don Gillespie. Don Gillespie. Okay, thank okay. you. Yeah, I was hard. close. Packet Pins 2. Brandon Christie. And I think that's all we have for right now. So, thank you for... Subscribing to us on YouTube as well as uh, liking what we do. Joseph Schultz, worshipful of Joseph Schultz. Hello. Uh, Joe, tell them what to do if they want to get a shout out on YouTube. You got to smash that like button, <laughs> smash that subscribe yeah, button. You do. That's what you do. That's right. That's what you do. Yeah, baby. And then after you do that, if you want to get some access to exclusive content for as little as $3 a month, you join Patreon. Well, you'll get. Uh, Exclusive access to Patreon content. We just mm -hmm. recorded a little mini episode before this. Um, that what it was? <laughs> I don't know if I'd call that an episode. It's all about marketing. Okay, sorry. <laughs> mini episode. Mini episode. Um, you'll also get access to our Discord server, which mm -hmm. has up to eight channels right now. We're expanding. It's like cable back in 1982. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to stick a paper clip in the back of the box on this one to get the... Uh, X-rated content. Yep, they're all unscrambled. Yep, <laughs> all access. And then uh, you'll also get the limited edition Gold Tone Freemasons podcast lapel pin. Perfect. All for as little as $3 a month. All right. I read them. You lead it. Who, me? Yeah. No, you're looking at me, but then you were talking to Joe. All right, brethren, right hand to arms. Two arms. Two arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brethren. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right, before we get into this, uh, to, to the topic, uh, just uh, for those who are watching us live on YouTube and for you guys, have you guys listened to uh, any of the content of the, the Lost Book of Enki? I have not. Special uh, episode? Yeah. What do you think? I'm one book in, and I think it's I, I think it's good, but like, you know me, I'm not a an esotericism guy. I like the fact that... Wait till you get to Tablet 3. What was it, like 5,000 years before... So before Christ that we're talking here, and <laughs> so hold on, uh, we we would say that just good old, don't give it all away, just tease it. Good old JC was how many years away from us? Right now, how many years away from us? Right now, yes, like two thousand and fifty-three or so. And prior to Jesus, there was Abraham. How many years was he prior to him? Well, now you're. Uh, Rocco, I don't know, but Rocco's are Abraham, Abraham no, lived like a crazy amount of years, like thousands of years prior. Of years. Okay, so we're talking Old Testament is like Old Test. We're going back five hundred at least. Okay. 
5,000 years from Five. them. Okay, there you go. Okay. So you're talking about tablets that were written on... Uh, they weren't written on papyrus, because we know mm-hmm. papyrus paper breaks down. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this pre these, these things predate the Bible roughly about 5,000 years. Yep. And the one thing that's cool about the Sumerians is they never accredited what they learned that, oh, yeah, we knew this. We just knew it. it was, they always accredited it to their gods, which were the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki, which literally breaks down to those from heaven to earth came. Uh, okay. And they're written on uh, clay tablets. So what they would do so is they had original a source material, cuneiform tablets, original source material. There's no altering. There's no mankind change the stories. I mean, this is literally stories that came directly from them. And these are tablets that have still yet to be deciphered. Yeah, and I think it was a, a really special kind of clay that they used that didn't yep. break down. I think it was called mm-hmm. Cassius or something Cassius. like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So uh, that's what I liked about I'm it. I'm definitely waiting to listen for a road trip because it's a good road trip thing to do. To where? To go and visit. To no, listen. to listen. To no, me. I'm waiting oh. to listen. He wants to go on a road trip oh. to listen. Oh, 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 oh I got gotcha. you. Yeah, go good point. For our next long trip, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to sit going, down and listen. I'm to like, it. I'm not going to Samaria. It's like, it's like listening to an audio <laughs> book. That's exactly. Not that's that's, that's the material. plan. Yeah. I was like, you know what? If yeah. I have to go drive somewhere, let me go yep. put Gosh, this it, on. So I've been good evening. But just to... To, to put it on the perspective that the, the, the book that I'm reading is The Lost Book of Enki. It's a podcast special episode. I'm on tablet three right now. And uh, so just so you guys have an idea who Zechariah Sitchin was, he was one of five men in the entire world who can actually translate Sumerian cuneiform. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's neat. I mean, we've always been told that there are like these repeating archetypes in the mm-hmm. world, right? Like the wise old man archetype and like mm-hmm. the young naive child archetype. Tablet. But it's like it kind of makes sense it's that like way. me and you, the old man and the yeah, exactly young child. But it's nice to know that people were talking about that, you know, like seven thousand years ago. <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? So Come right. on, <laughs> I see you right. What did I miss? What did I miss? I, I said it was a special kind of clay. I think it was called Cassius. I did hear Cassius that. Cassius Clay. And you were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. I was thinking you're spewing truth. All right. All I have right. an act for that. One time I convinced somebody. Uh, yep. We were at the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery in this big uh, mausoleum for Gurney. And I, I convinced the person that it, that's the guy that in, invented the hospital gurney. Nice. And they, they actually believed it. Was it, it you? Nicely done. Nicely <laughs> done. That, I missed that one. I was, I was deep in my esoteric brain. And uh, Joe, that's great. He put one past yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, he, he right does five hole. Hole. <laughs> Right in your five hole. Woo. Very nice. It's all right. Um, but anyway, uh, tablet three, for, for those who are listening, that one, that one grabs you right by the short and curlies, if you will, because... It actually shows a more elaborate form of the seven days of creation, six days of creation, whatever. But it, oh, okay. it explains so, it in way more detail, yeah. uh, according to uh, you know the Sumerian god Enki. And it's like, whoa, holy shit! Uh, and it came out of the cuneiform tablets. This isn't you know. And it, again, I, I've said it before that it's um, it's Zechariah Sitchin's best attempt to translate something from Sumerian to English. So some of the things just don't make sense or what they are is they're capitalized in the book because there's no other way to explain it, what they're trying to say because it's, 
Uh, again, if you were well, interested yeah, in there's it. there's a certain level of subjectivity that right. comes in the translation because right. language evolves over time and the, there may not have been words for certain things in that language. So. And oh, metaphor and things like that never really uh, come, come through in translation. Polisimat so. says, uh, I know there's a few researchers on this. Is Sitchin the better one? I don't know if he's the better one. Uh, he's probably the most well-known. He's probably the most well-known. He's the most in-depth. launched... He's the one that launched yeah. this. Yes, he's, he's the, the one, one who's... You know, back in the 80s, it was in the 80s when he came out with his first book, yeah. uh, Chariots mm. of the Gods. I Chariots believe that no, was no, 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 no. That was Eric uh, Von oh, Daniken. Van, Van the first one that he came out with was The 12th Planet. You're right. Um, but this is back in the 80s, so they don't had... Don't bang the table over your arms. Thank for, you. You know, 30 Thank years you. now. What Thank you for your participation. I have no idea. Um... No, but he, uh, you know, you just I'm breaking your balls, Rocker, for banging on the table. But no, you're you're right. Uh, yes, that was his first book, and he's been very in depth in into this for a very long time. There is actually a website called SitchinIsWrong.com. <laughs> okay. So here's somebody else with a different point of view. But I, I mean, if you're gonna go out of your way to actually make a website that says Sitchin is wrong, who are you're you trying to prove yourself? Who are you trying to prove it to? Unless it's disinformation. You know, I'm just saying, who are you trying to prove yourself to to actually, first off, coin the guy's name and then tell him he's wrong? You're validating him. You know, those, uh, are, those are usually like the uh, the clickbait websites that I try to avoid. Yeah. You know, if I like look up a question like how safe is it to live with your high tension wires and like the first five <laughs> results are like those clickbaity like you know weird no, the hippie first five results websites are sponsored yeah, yeah. amazon ads for tesla well yeah that's yeah. it yeah hey on that russian email server that you have can we get like a, yes. a domain like george mudry sucks or something yes like that? Comrade, you can. <laughs> that would be you know with any domain you want comrade. if you want a challenge it'll just be it'll just be all memes yeah, it would uh, be George, George Mudry sucks, but it would all be in Cyrillic characters, so you wouldn't yeah. really be able to read it, but that's okay. You would it would be George Mudry memes. Yeah. Uh, I see. Apparently, add, apparently, it's my night, apparently. We could add that all to right. Patreon. If you want a challenge, try to get a awesome. Chinese. You get that with the $10 a month George level. <laughs> oh, it's pop. Oh, it's my freaking night, apparently. So anyway, we'll move on from that. Let's talk about, uh, I think before we get into the whole how do you become a district deputy, I think uh, it's important that we talk about how do you, and we'll talk about individual lodges. Uh, Rocco can talk about ours. Ken talk about his. Joe can talk about his, his mother lodge. How do you advance in your own lodge in order to move forward to become the master first? I think that's important to know that though you don't, necessarily have to be a past master but it's usually a prerequisite if you will for a district deputy to become a district deputy so let's talk let's go down that line first and we'll talk about uh we'll start with ken actually first and then we'll move over to rocco and then joe last uh in your lodge the we all know the obviously the progression of rank but is there anything in particular that your lodge does uh Almost as a traditionally proving, or proving ground, traditionally. Not really. I mean, I know that there are some lodges that do uh, like these associate officers positions that are like kind of like understudies for you know the the stewards where most progressive lines start. We do have a progressive line in our lodge. Um, we start at junior steward, mm-hmm. right? I know some lodges do the master of ceremonies first and stuff like that, but we we start at junior steward, and usually it's a brother who. Um, has done a lot for the lodge already 
Mm-hmm. Right. So it's we don't we really tried hard not to take some recently raised brother and be like, hey, what are you doing for like the next eight years? Because <laughs> no your story like there is every year. We try not to do that. It's usually a brother. I mean, and sometimes it's a it's a newly minted brother who gets, you know, super, super involved and wants to do everything and like shows up to work days and is like washing the windows on his own time when nobody asked him to do it kind of stuff. But a lot of times it's brothers that, you know, were raised a couple of years ago and just decided to, you know, become very, very active in Lodge. Their life is in a good place and they express interest in joining the line. We try not to, you know, pressure anybody to, to, to start down that track because you want somebody who's got the staying power and who's really interested in it. So usually all you do is you let the master know, um, like the current master sometime around you know october or something of that year and say hey i'm interested in becoming the new junior steward next year if nobody else has expressed interest and usually you know a couple brothers will come forward and then the next incoming master has to make the um the final call on which of those brothers is going to actually get the role because they make the appointment at the end of the day um but yeah, usually we don't have enough brothers that are interested in it to like have some kind of like training track that we put them through or something like that, where they have to be an associate officer first. So that's how we do it. Pretty traditional, I think. Cool. Rocco, how so does our lodge do it? I really like what Ken said because that was my experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I walked into lodge and became the junior steward immediately almost. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I sat as junior steward, and, and maybe not in an official capacity, but I sat as junior steward probably for three years. Mm. Um, and I took the role, and then it evolved into taking some of the junior warden's posi- uh, you know, mm. responsibility. And because life gets in the way sometimes, yep. the junior warden sometimes would fall off. So for those three years... I found myself stepping up and being closer to a junior warden position as a steward than I would be normally. And then I found myself progressing. So everyone's path is different, obviously, and I made it to junior, you know, junior warden. I'm happy right there. Um, I'm happy to step off. I'm happy to sit on the sidelines. I'm happy to step in and help in degrees. Um, but I don't necessarily want to be master of the lodge today. And um, and that's a personal choice. It's the it's the same choice that I would expect um, someone to make if it, you know for the better of the lodge. I also think uh, if I can piggyback because again yeah. we're part of the same lodge. Actually, all four of us are part of the same lodge. It's pretty crazy. We are indeed. We're all dues-paying members. <laughs> Uh, Morningstar, again, we've said it before, had a very rough patch, too, where we were trying to just plug holes where we could. We had people drop off. We had people coming through. We had people that were pretty much stabilized now. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's tougher for smaller lodges, too, going through that uh, that whole ordeal of trying to figure out who goes where. But um, I, th- I would have to say we, we progress. I mean, granted, sometimes life gets in the way, true. Uh, but we also progress, I think, on merit alone because if you can't pull your weight in your chair you're gone yeah just that simple we do a progressive line in my home lodge or my mother lodge or whatever but there is always the option that especially when you get up to the warden's positions and the lodge at large is voting on you Mm -hmm. like if you're not qualified you're not moving up and it's not not yeah no in my case it's not that i'm not qualified i perfectly could go that line oh yeah and you can make your own choice and be like i'm not I just I'm staying in the chair. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not the time in my life to do it. 
Uh, Joe. Yeah, so uh, Ashler Aspatuck has, for the most part, a progressive line. Um, but for, like my personal experience, I was raised in March, at the end of March. <clears throat> so even though I wasn't a steward that year, I was, in essence, newest Master Mason. Mm. I was the third steward. I jumped right. in, you know, worked for Brother Mark Smith, who I, I know you know, was with me. He got raised with me. So we both jumped into that assistant steward role un, unofficially. But we started working and proving that year. Can I interrupt you real quick? You may. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, senior Deacon, was uh, he, he went in with you, was um, Mark Adam. Uh, what would you, I'm sorry. What Mark you Smith. Mark Smith. Mark yeah, Smith. Mark Smith and I, I got Mike raised. Adams on my brain. Yeah, Mark, Mark Smith and I got raised the same time. Mark Smith, still the best two-day senior deacon I've ever seen perform the ritual. Period. Want to give him a shout out? You never saw wow. me do. Nice. That is high praise. <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough position there. Go ahead. But you just like that he clicks his heels like a marine. <laughs> That's I know that guy. Had me hit him yeah, exactly. You know, I, um, I can't lie. I can't lie. During a degree, clicking heels. Yeah, it is pretty snazzy. You want to see? You want to see who does sharp, that? Have you guys ever seen Prince Hall? Patent leather. Oh, do they? Oh yeah. They, boom. Yeah. Oh. They snap. Yeah. Amazing. I gotta say that does add something it to does. a degree. Anyway, I'm uh, continue. Sorry, I didn't interrupt. I just wanted to give a. Uh, no, yeah, no, actually, I saw him at the gym tonight before I came here. But uh, no, we were raised together, and we both jumped into this assistant steward position mm-hmm. um, and just started doing the work then. So then the following year, um, somebody had jumped out of line, so we both had the opportunity to become stewards the following year. So I went in as se- a senior steward mm-hmm. and him as junior but we had already had nine months or, you know, take out the two months that were not there. But we still did summer picnics and stuff. So we still had a body of work of nine months showing, hey, we're going to show up. We're going to help out. We're going to do all these things. Mm-hmm. And the stewards were happy because they had somebody that they were now in charge of. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't the lowest man on the totem pole anymore. <laughs> but you, you do it through hard work and you, you advance that way. And as long as you do the work and you build up the, the trust and faith, faith of your brothers, you'll continue to progress through that line. Correct. However, I can say, you know, before you get to the junior wardens station, mm-hmm. usually the past masters get together and kind of say, okay, really? is this guy ready to be a principal officer of the lodge? Interesting. Because it's a big jump. Because once you're a junior warden or above, it's presumed you're going to be master. You don't want to have that conversation in, in, in senior warden in October. I am intrigued. Do they yeah. do that overtly? Like openly? Um, Everybody get It's out. not done in Lodge, but they're... Uh, we must speak the past masters of uh, past masters of the Lodge regularly meet. Just to oh, talk about the past masters association yeah. kind of thing. Really, yeah. I don't think loosely, surprises me at all. It's a loosely yeah. bit. It's yeah, not like a too, formal charter or anything, but you talk about, hey, the future of the Lodge. Hey, do you think yeah. so-and-so is ready? Now, if somebody says, and this... This has actually happened a couple times since I've been a past master. I'm really intrigued. I'm not going to lie. Well, well, we've had a discussion of, is this person ready to be junior warden? Isn't this just like, um, it's just a normal process. It's almost like a social club. It's just a normal process. It is. Like the past masters have a little luncheon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, We used to do do it for breakfast. Right. But the discussion, here's the important part of the discussion. If... If for some reason you're like, I don't know if he's ready to go on. Mm. Okay. Has anybody spoken to him? 
-hmm. Has anybody tried to help him? What have we as past masters done to prepare, prepare him for that position? If we can in good conscience say we've, we've worked with him, we've met with him, we've tried to help him out, we've tried to do this, he's just not there yet. I think you hit the Potentially, we're not saying don't vote for the guy, but potentially if we're all in agreement, there's enough votes so there. So how does the it. past masters relay that to the lodge, though? They because don't. again, it's when they vote. They don't have it's to. It's their yeah, vote. it's basically majority. Oh, so you get a freaking slew of the past masters. Just you could. We well, never, you we never sit the there, and, and that's the key. Yeah. That's what it always comes like, down to. Is because we've had some people where we've had concerns I, where we sat them down and say, "Are you sure you want this?" Mm. And we'll say, "We're not really sure that you're ready for this." Mm. If you want to take another year, you're welcome to. If you want to advance. You're going to have to, and this is usually done early on in the year. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, it's October. You got to show us something by December. Right, right. It's discussed earlier in the year. It's like, okay, well, there's some people that are on the fence about you. This is your time to show us. <laughs> this is your time to exhibit some of those leadership uh, skills. And if you don't have them, we're here to help you. So it's identif- trying to proactively identify any leadership issues um, and get his, upskill him before the time comes rather trying to teach him when he's in the job mm-hmm. it's like okay we've got a year to get you ready to become junior warden we're taking it on ourselves as past masters to do everything we can to make sure that you're ready if you're not then that's as much on us as it is you right because no, somebody let you job. get to this point right and the worst thing is when you know, I can remember discussions where we're talking about a senior ward and advancing to, to master. <clears throat> you know, like, hey, guys, we should have had this conversation years ago. Mm. We're not pulling the plug on this now. We own this. And if it's a yeah. bad year, that's on us. Right. We didn't do anything about it. Right. So I, uh, to me, and it's, I would instill that to every lodge out there. It's <coughs> before they get to the three principal officer spots, really don't delay that conversation have it then it'll make those years go a lot better because then it just if the person's like i want to do it but i need help okay we'll help you i really think that's solid advice it's It's, solid advice no absolutely so question for you so for you guys how many how many of you guys actually know how the how the uh, process of picking a district deputy works raise your hand you guys i know a little bit about it i don't know the the right. total ins and outs, but so, I know it's done by the permanent voting members. So I know you guys break my stones a little bit, but uh, do you guys love me? Do you guys would protect me and eh, brother I mean, like as a brother? Yeah, I'm just saying because if all the permanent <laughs> members, love. if the, the permanent members come yeah, up here yeah, and just decide to just Julius Caesar my ass, <laughs> I don't no, know. You know yeah, we got your back. <laughs> you. After all the crap you've done to Rocco, he's Brutus. I know. Yeah, he's getting it. Dude. Well, he's going to be standing up? around. He's going to have a knife in his hand. Are you going to pick up the phone when I call? At <laughs> <laughs> you, Rocco? So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, believe it or not, I'm going to be honest. The process isn't much different than what you and your past masters do. And I'll tell you this. So, first off, um, we have a Blue Lodge. We have a council, uh, Blue Lodge for each district here in the state of Connecticut. I don't know what other jurisdictions, no, I'm only speaking for what we do here, at least in the third district of the Grand Lodge of the state of Connecticut. So that's all I can really give insight for, but I'm assuming it's probably a similar process to this uh, in other grand jurisdictions. But our district meets um, as a Blue Lodge um, 
at least once a month, I'd say, or once every two months or something like that. They've been a little sparse this year. They've been sparse this year, but usually once every couple months, yeah. yeah. So the very first thing that – so the the permanent members are the ones who put the name forward for district deputy, okay? So all of the – past Grand Lodge officers, all past district deputies, they all kind of meet. And sometimes it's we meet at uh, Maples or something, you know, a restaurant. We mm-hmm. all get, and we kind of just throw around the table. But uh, so that's how we meet. Something a little higher brow than Maples, but okay. I'm, I'm just throwing an example. <laughs> I like Maples. Well, we've smoke filled no. rooms, menus, no, we've mosquitoes. No, I swear to God, we've met for breakfast. Like, no, okay. We've met for breakfast. And, that's cool. uh, you know, and one thing that's very important to know is that the permanent members are sworn to secrecy. Like, you are not to go to that person and be like, hey, guess what? You got it, man. <laughs> because uh, it'll be the last permanent members meeting you'll probably ever be invited to. And it's not a, um, it's not a, uh, a definitive thing. In other words, you can, they kind of go around the table and they ask all the permanent members, like, who would you nominate? Who would you nominate? Who, you, who would you nominate? Now, some... <sighs> Some permanent members, obviously, are going to be, uh, oh, we got to keep it in the house. we got to keep it in our lodge, right? Because they're going to, they're, they're lodge first, craft later, right? So we may pick somebody who doesn't necessarily deserve it, which I don't particularly agree with because I pick based off of merit. So me as a... Well, you got to do it for the, the good of the craft. Right. Like what's going to benefit the craft and the Grand Lodge jurisdiction the most? Right. Yeah. It's, it's not who's person. going to be a exactly. future past master and like bring our lodge credit. It's who's going to do the best for I the mean, craft. Granted, would a district deputy love to keep that apron or that, that lanyard in-house? Oh, sure. sure. We all would. But. but realistically, when you sit there and you look around your lodge and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. Right. No, right. but in all, in all joking inside, though, you, I, the way I pick, and I'll tell everybody how I would pick who my nomination would be, and it goes by nominations. And whoever has the most, I guess you'd say nominations, uh, ends up getting it. Um, and a perfect example is, uh, now how does, so again, we'll go off of this. So all these lodges have their own different nominations. Well, how do you decide, let's say every lodge chooses their own, that n- generally doesn't happen and i'll tell you why because blue lodge council is extremely important if you're out there going to blue lodge council and realistically in the in our uh it's not it's not that you're you need to but it's highly frowned upon if you are a junior warden senior warden or a worshipful master and don't go to your blue lodge council meetings you you need to show up you need to show up maybe not every single one not every single one you gotta get to at least right now with the whole covid thing well yeah that's a game changer go at least once go at least once like but we had junior warden go but i can tell you district three had uh virtual blue lodge council meetings we're doing them weekly for a while and it was myself, worshipful brother Ken, brother Doug mm-hmm. Barry, and a few others on it. Oh, but those are like social meetings. Yeah, those right. weren't like. But they were official. They were but like, yeah, it was right. You know what though? Even there wasn't any business to do at that. We time. can include yeah, that that's into true this. Too. Yeah. But how many right worshipfuls were on there? <sighs> Couple, right? Uh, a few. Uh, yeah. Mike Adams was on a few of them. Yep. So if you are not a right worshipful, you are a worshipful brother who's seeking and want to advance in masonry. The right worshipful see this. Oh, yeah, they see who's on. They see your face. So even the Grand Master was on a few of those. Every single time you go to a Blue Lodge Council meeting, every single time you just happen to pop into another lodge, just to, hey, I'm just here on a friendly visit. Every single time that you, you know, oh, another lodge calls and says, shit, 
or down a junior warden for the yeah, MM degree. We need a senior deacon. We need we're totally deacon. screwed. Yep. Can you do this lecture? And you show up. Yeah. Yep. They recognize that. So now that's where you get the cross pollination of lodges, of where you'll get a uh, permanent member, a right worshipful, whatever you, whatever you, his title is, most worshipful, right, right worshipful, whatever, will be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to nominate Joe because. You know, Joe showed up for that Master Mason degree, and I've seen him in every Blue Lodge, and he's a real likable guy, and he's getting to know everybody in the Lodge. That's how you get a nomination, just like that. And then, you know, obviously, you know, if there's a right worshipful in Joe's Lodge, besides that other right worshipful, says, yeah, I nominate, I nominate Joe, too. And that's how it works. And then what they do is they tally all this up. So let's say Joe has four likes. Let's say Ken has three likes. Let's say Rocco has one like. They're going to say, okay, well, first thing we do is we're going to ask Joe. And congratulations, Araco, for getting one. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's I'm one more than I thought you'd get. It's one more I thought you'd get. So congratulations. I'm using it as an example. Like they're all and you, were, and you weren't there to vote for your. But I will say, but I will say, if you go to a meeting, if you go to um, like Grand Lodge, sit down at a table with officers from other lodges. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest. Oh, you things. have to do that. You sit down at a table with officers from other lodges. <laughs> I met people from Massachusetts. I met people from all over the country doing that. Yeah, and, and you can fantastic. trade best practices too. I mean, I, like, I, what works for you guys this year? And saying, hey, yeah. you know, I recognize you. So and sitting down at a table. So I got some some recommendations to this. So I just want to be just want to wrap this up with what I'm saying is, uh, so Joe gets nominated. Okay, Joe. Joe's going to be our pick. Can somebody veto me. No. Can somebody step in no. and say, oh, no, 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 nope. I, I know After him. Follow him to the end of the earth, I will. If you have I'm four nominations, if you have four people, because what they'll do is they'll eventually start knocking people out. Rock only had one. We're going to get rid of him. <laughs> so how, do you want to revote? You want to you say, Jay? So, so now it's Joe or Ken, my pick. Of those two, who would you pick? I'd pick Joe. You know, so now it's five, you know, to, or, or but hear me out, I though. I get it, yeah. Hear me out, now. So now Joe is our pick. So we'll make the phone call. They make the phone call to you and say, hey, would you like to be a district deputy for third district? And Joe's like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, it has happened on more yeah. than one occasion. That's well, yeah, like it's a, a big job. And this is not why it's so to important that. to keep it secret. Because if Joe says, no, listen, man, I got too much shit going on in my life. There's no way I could do this right now. They're going to call you. And the reason why it's you don't run up like, hey, guess what? You got picked. You know, or hey, Ken, you're in the running. Uh, because, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Ken. I didn't want to tell you if Joe got picked. And then Joe declines it? How would you feel about not yeah, being second place? Exactly. Well, so it's, like, it's, like, uh, it's like an interview, right? Right. So it's like candidates for a, a right. job. Oh, right. You talk right. to the person, they accept it because then you don't want to be, oh, so I was your second choice. I wasn't good enough to be your first yeah. choice. Oh, the guy didn't Screw show you. up for his first Go after day. him. Go after the guy that got one acceptance. Vote. No, I'm but, no, it's... it's it's just mutual acceptance. But now, I mean, here's the kicker in the balls of the whole thing, though. Joe says no. Ken says yes. So Ken is our choice. We send that up to the Grand Master. This is third district's choice for our district deputy. The Grand Master can go no. Be like, he's on that podcast. I want. YouTube? I saw him no, on the YouTube one. Be wearing this is that the guy that makes the fart noises? <laughs> the fart joke, The man? Grandmaster can say, no, I don't want Ken. I want Rocco. So you can be nominated. It's no guarantee. But here's my point in all this, and this is why I'm kind of breaking this all down. Does, does that happen frequently? Uh, yeah. Okay. It happens with curious. one particular okay. Grandmaster that the one we do not speak of anymore. 
Oh, that one. You <laughs> um, <laughs> shall not be named. You <laughs> should not be named. No, uh, all joking aside, but yeah, it's happened before on many, many occasions. Um, there's also been uh, times where a district deputies like, yeah, I did the first year. I, I, I'll do a second year. I'm done. It, it yeah, happens, I've heard of that. Happening it happens infrequently, but it has happened before. So now there might be a scramble meeting. So people's life situations change over a two year. Absolutely, term. This stuff can happen. Not only that, some people just get burned out. Like understand, district deputy is not an easy job. You're putting out fires on the phone. You're putting out fires in lodge. You're you're helping lodges when they need it. Like I'll be clear about something about district deputy is. You are a servant to your lodges. You are, the lodges do not serve you. Right. So don't come into your lodges yeah, acting yeah. like an asshole wearing the freaking the big hat and the pink feather and the, the you know the million dollar cane acting like a douchebag. I want to be clear about that. We are all brothers. You're all buried in the same white apron. Wait, what? I want to be clear about that. District deputies are pimps? Hold on. I can have a pink feather. In my and if it There's a lot of words in that okay. sentence. There, right. he's got to repeat. My point it. is, platform shoes with the goldfish. I right? accept. <laughs> I'm just making a point. No, I know. Don't come into a lodge acting like a douche. No, you're you there to support the lodge and help the lodge, not to be condescending, not to be nasty, not to to you know, lay the law down. That's not what your job is. Your job is to assist. I will so, say, as someone sitting on the sidelines, it's really uncomfortable when the district deputy comes in and slaps hands. Is someone sitting on the sidelines? Slaps hands, like walks by and does like you the know what uh, I, no, like you know with the ruler, like oh, know. like the you're naughty, like uh, like yeah. the mm. yeah. When he's so, publicly reprimanding, or like yeah, a, it can be a little. I mean, I, so I've had intimidating. Both. Uh, one thing I want though is everyone to know that after you're a worshipful brother and you're a past master, you are not a has been. You are still in the running. That even goes for a past district deputy you could still be called up at any point in time and you should never give up if you want to move up to that level don't be like oh yeah there's no way i'm gonna make it because it you could be called upon and you know you should always strive to a not to necessarily get to the the you know to be a district deputy you should do it for the craft in general but you know, if if you're you're really hard up, oh, I want to be district deputy. I want to be district deputy, and somebody else is picked over you, don't lose faith, because as long as you keep trucking along and, and you keep showing the permanent members and you keep showing, you know, those above you that you're you're into this, like you're you're you want to be a, uh, um, you want to be a an asset to the craft, if you right. will. Um, well, it's like there's it, a good probability you'll eventually get it. Your behavior as a mason got you into the conversation. Right. So continue your behavior as a Mason, and that'll, A, keep you in right. the conversation because it got you there in the first place, and two, mm. one day maybe it gets you there. But yeah. Honestly, we should be doing that anyway. <laughs> exactly. Right. We shouldn't that, be doing it but, for a reason. I mean, how many Exactly. Are, and then it's, it's, just, right it's exactly what Worship Brother Ken just said. Right. And you and I have had this discussion. Mm-hmm. If one day it happens, great. I, I'd love to be able to serve my brothers in that capacity. Hey, Rocco. If it never happens, that doesn't change what I'm going to do and how I'm going to conduct myself as a Mason. Um, two things I, I want to say to that is, uh, number one, if you are not chosen and somebody is chosen above you, don't be, don't be smug about it. You know, don't, I mean. No, support them. The problem we have as Masons, and again, we're all men. We all have egos to some degree, is that we lose one of two things. A, we get very... Um, 
Well, that should have been my job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we get pissy about it. And then it's, oh, well, fuck it. I ain't going to do it no more. And you storm off and you never come back. And that's how you lose faith. But you shouldn't do that. That You should you should be supportive of your brothers. You should um, want your brothers to succeed. And here's the kicker of it all. And this, I know for a fact, has happened before. Where a brother was picked to be district dep. And he said, oh, who had the next amount of votes in line? Oh, it was... Brother so and so, oh, that's my AGM, just like that. And if you or I can't do it, you know what? You should really give it to him. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like right. that happens. Like, and that's actually a good thing because yeah, and an associate grand marshal is the district deputy. Those, those are the two most trusted brethren for that job in the entire yeah right. district. They should be the two. It's not and, like you get for district nothing? deputy and you just pick some lackey that you mm-hmm. know is going to agree with you. No, give me the give me the next. That's what I did. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I, mean, I know some guys who may or may not have done that. But. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, what's your brother, Tom, bro? Uh, uh, my no. secretary of defense coming <laughs> with me. Um, but uh, the associate grand marshal is, and if you kick ass as the associate grand marshal, there is a probably a 99.9% probability that you will move to that district deputy's position in two years. Yeah, no, I've seen it go. Oh, no, it, it, I've seen it go the other way. It has gone the other way. It was sure. a shame. It was a true shame because AGM really worked his butt off. Yeah, and then it, after after one year, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna pick somebody else." Yeah, that's shitty. That's, that's Normally, it doesn't happen, do. but it can though. Uh, I mean, again, I'll tell you who off air, and you'll be shocked. Yeah, you'll uh, be shocked. I I'm sure it would be, and you know, part of it is also you have to understand that even if you are picked to be district deputy, the grandmaster can go. Yeah, no. Right. Nope. I got my own guy I'm going to put in. It's still the grandmaster. This is a process to Mm -hmm. whittle down the numbers because it's, you know, by sheer magnitude, the grandmaster's got other things to do. But he can always override those decisions, just like the master of a lodge can override a... Right. And I always feel like... like, Pick for junior steward or whatever. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ken. That was was it. I'm done. I'm sorry. I I thought you were done. You paused for a long time, so I apologize. For like I, a millisecond. I feel like I yeah, stepped on Ken a That was straight up 200 milliseconds. I'm sorry. It two seconds. It was like two tenths of a second. I apologize. That's all right. Good news is he won't feel it with those little feet. <laughs> You're welcome, Ken. Thank you. <laughs> all, all right. My all size right. 13s. Mm. I got 11s. Bastard. Really? Yeah. Like youth 11s? <laughs> Oh, stop. Oh, I believe it. I'm on 11. I have 11s? I swear to God. You're taller than him, though. I'm not, actually. No, you're not. not. Oh, really? I'm about no. an inch shorter than him. Yeah. yeah it's just all I think I, I think me and Rocco need to stand up and stand in front of the camera just to prove that I'm not a freaking midget, that no, you guys have been constantly pushing this narrative for, like, That's ever. why I stay real quiet when they start throwing out the short joke. You guys go do that because I have to go grab a beer anyway. Um, so you were speaking of short, though, yep. you, you'll actually appreciate this because mm-hmm. um, this came out through uh, an interaction I had with him last week. Uh, those who are on Patreon know uh, oh. Clandy Andy. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. 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 He's not a Clandy, but it, it just He's stuck. It Everybody's rhymes. got nicknames. It's I mean, it which rhymes. Jim D's? Asshole. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Clandy Andy's 5'2". Wow. Is he really? Holy oh, shit. That's what he said. All right. Like, he admitted to it, he op- which means he's probably like 5'1". He needs like, some, yeah. yeah. some cards. He's like, yeah, I'm 5'2". I would love to, like, Clandy Andy to come to the podcast and find out. He's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was 6'2". 
Yeah. Fuck. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right back Dark in my hole I go. Um, anyway, uh, district deputy, we'll get, just want to get back into this one last thing. A uh, couple words of advice. When I was coming up, uh, I always felt like district deputy or Grand Lodge officers were like, Something above, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll never get to that. Like, I'm only going to be, you know, I, you kind of get what I'm saying? You always ever feel that at some point where it's like when you first came into the craft, you're like, there's no way I'm going to wear the purple apron or work that for the state. That it's beyond you? That it's beyond yeah. me? Yeah, absolutely. I was never thinking about doing the job so much as these guys are wearing purple and, like, like I have to be on my junk. You know, I got right. to be on my game because they are, you know, but usually they show up when there's like an inspection or something. Didn't, it seem, and, didn't it seem unobtainable though from you? For you? I mean, some, I, I never really thought to aspire to that level. Like, I was just mm-hmm. trying to survive the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't play right. the that's long game, right. man. But, um, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, I know you say you put these guys on kind of a pedestal because, yeah. hey, the district deputy's here and they get introduced and it's this mm-hmm. big grand thing and then next thing you know, there's the gavel's passing. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, mistake. That's I, a really I, cool I, thing. I had like, that with George. Wow. With what? I what? looked up to George. He was my purple. Oh, well, that, that kind of happens when you have to look up to me anyway. Uh, I finally uh, got a tall you, joke in there. Uh, <laughs> Yay! That happens when you first become a mason, though, too, because you look at the officers in your lodges that are like memorizing these like right. ridiculously long, intricate rituals, and you're like, "Holy crap! I could never do that." Like these guys put feeling into it and stuff, and then next thing you know, if you aspire you're to it, it, like you can do it. Well, and next to the, the other interesting piece of this is. You go through the line admiring certain people. You have certain mentors. And then next thing you know it, you're in the master's chair. And then next thing you know it, you're a past master. And even even as master, you've got past masters coming to you kind of as a peer. You know, even though they're past masters in their mind, they might be a half step ahead. They're still above you. But, uh, (laughs) But even as a past master with other past masters who were my mentors and people that I looked up through looked up to through the line must have been nice now you get like these it's like wow we're treating each other as peers and that kind of dawns on you at one point and like oh my god like i think it's no secret worship brother bob first i have a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of respect yeah, absolutely for him. and uh, he's been my mentor throughout my career now we talk as peers mm. and it's just a weird thing because it's like Shit, I'm never because you've be always looked up to that guy. You exactly, thought he was a mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we can, yeah. and then in some situations where I'm giving him advice, it's like, wow, this is really weird, like really weird. Uh oh, who made a comment? Danny Collins has arrived. Oh boy, no. <laughs> and we're talking about Danny Collins has arrived. Hello, brother Danny Collins. I'm not uh, seeing him on mine. It must be a delay. Oh, he's there. Trust me, you'll see him in a moment. Yeah, his posts keep getting <laughs> deleted. By like the uh, YouTube AI bots, or not me. Um, but yeah, but I know you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That it was always seemed attainable. And even as a master, after you become a past master, it was like, well, how do I get to that? Like, how do I do that? I was always asking questions like, oh, how do I become a district deputy or an AGM? Like, I was always asking that, and you always get kind of the. You don't ask those questions. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. And it's not for you to know. Right. Um, I came to be a district deputy by a different means um i uh <laughs> the one we do not speak of <laughs> uh, i act- actually met him at a um it was uh it was actually the 
guess it was a dinner, but it was more of a roast of uh, Most Worshipful Gary Arsenault. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we yeah, happened yeah. to be at the yep. same table. Me and and who shall not be named? The the <laughs> Voldemort. Call um, Voldemort. And we actually got to talking, and we 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 talked frequently. <laughs> uh, even though we we traded numbers at this dinner, and that's how kind of how it happened. Little did I know that down the road he called me up and be like, "Hey, I lost to DD. You on board?" Yeah, because it's a once in a lifetime thing that doesn't pass me by. So. You bet your ass I'm going to take okay. it. Um, and I was, you know, explained the, the, the situation, <laughs> if you will. And I said, listen, I'm in this just to help my lodges. I want to be an asset to my lodges. I don't care about the bureaucracy. I don't care about the bullshit that goes on. I just want to help the lodges if I can. So you came in as not being a political... I, I uh, was not chosen by this district. Right. And that was pointed out by other right worshipful brothers on a frequent basis. Oh, so you district. weren't a career politician. You were coming I was in an, as a... I was a trumper. Private citizen. <laughs> uh, that's not where I was going with it. I was just saying. It was the door open. But you weren't, well, you weren't tainted by like the overall <laughs> politics behind the process. And not... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have to use better word choices here. <laughs> definitely not Grundle, though. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely... I came, in, I came in when he was... When you were DD, basically. No. A little, a little before. Yes. A little before, not much. You came in when I was master. I did your EA degree. Come on now, Rocco. I remember no. this. Tom. Perhaps you're being a little short-sighted. <laughs> DD. Son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, Just saying, I okay. think you were DD, right. and nice. and I will tell you that I went to lodges with you. Danny and Collins. I remember you wearing purple and walking in lodges. Just Hold on. Danny Collins. George is a mini Malfoy. Like Draco? <laughs> oh, Draco that's Malfoy. nice. I like it. Yeah. We're yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I was or not. Lucius. I was picked directly yeah. by the Grand Master. I, I just wanted was, to point out that you were a very good de- district deputy. Oh, Thank that's what Thank I was you. just trying to get at. Thank you. With all your shortcomings. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep this shit up all night, aren't we? <laughs> we could. Um, Until I become short of breath. <laughs> uh, I hope you feel better. You want some dessert? I got some shortcake. Just keep them coming. Just keep them coming. Boy, you were on your shit tonight. I'm not gonna lie. You were definitely on it tonight. There's no shortage of jokes here. <laughs> oh wow! All right, I'm sorry. That's don't be sorry. <laughs> Everybody has their time. <laughs> Apparently today was mine. I didn't know it, but I didn't sure. either. That's the funny thing. I know. It just kind of happens like that. Yeah. I mean, Ken got his ass beat up a couple podcasts ago. So, <laughs> hey, uh, Discord, Joe's due. Yeah, I get it every freaking day. Are you kidding me? It is really? time. I haven't been on Discord much frequently. There's a lot of, all the ginger stuff. Uh, I get a lot of ginger stuff. There's a little anti-Joe anti going on in there. Really? Sometimes I know they call you the Sometimes. judge, right? But it's like it's all unjust. It's it not. Like, yeah, no, it's no, not. It's, it's not mean spirited no, 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 at all. No, no, I don't no. take and, it that way at all. And I want to be clear on this: if you guys listen to this and you end up joining Discord, Patreon, whatever, uh, take nothing serious. Yeah, don't be short-tempered. Yeah. Everything's uh, yeah. <laughs> nice, God nicely done. Damn you! Yes. <laughs> don't be short-tempered. Uh. You know, the funny thing is, I'm not even the shortest one in the freaking room, and I'm taking offense to it. No, I'm not taking offense to it, but you know what I mean. Add it to the short list. 
Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> See, this is just wow. spreading. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got any good short person taunts just laying out there, you gingivitis. <laughs> no. Yeah. I get it. I'm not <laughs> laughing, but All I get right. it. Um, that fell a little short. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Uh, uh, oh, my God. I am not reading that, Denny what is that? I don't even know what that means. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we got off the DD thing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, way off. Uh, yeah, we better right, like, no, off fine. on a dirt road somewhere. It's fine, though. Listen, we, I think we pretty much beat it to death. Um, yeah, we're a little short on content. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, in all in all seriousness, though, anybody who is interested in it is obtainable to become a a uh, district deputy yeah. or a grand line officer. It is obtainable. It's very possible. Yeah, don't sell yourself short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> That's no. like a bike drop. I think I'm done. <laughs> I think. Um. <laughs> This is just popping in my head as we go. I didn't, I didn't prepare anything. I feel like I'm no matter what I say. the opportunity to drop it. I get it. <laughs> but uh, we all have our shortfalls. <sighs> this is clearly my night. Um, this is a good one, though. <laughs> you're, you're definitely on it. You just lost the vote. I just lost the vote. Oh, you lost yeah. the vote. <laughs> Um, Lose our dues card next. Uh, <laughs> yes, Danny Collins, George drew the short straw tonight, boys. <laughs> oh, nicely done, brother Danny. Uh, That's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll close this up, and then you guys can continue with your bullshit short jokes. Um, but um, <laughs> are your secretary's notes done in shorthand? <laughs> short form? Shorthand? Shorthand. They don't even teach shorthand anymore. What is Remember shorthand? It's like, like that. Yeah, it's like that. Um, is that like when I sign for like, like, like sign for my card at like the bullshit gas station? It's, it's, it's like cigarettes. if you're doing dictation or if you're doing like right. Uh, you have to write things down court, fast. It's a fast way to take notes. And it's like universal. Yeah. Uh, like one of the big ones, like you know the little at sign. Yep. That's yeah. like a shorthand oh. kind of thing. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Sounds like you got shorted with your yeah, education there a little teach bit. Cursive I went to Naugatuck. Of course I was. <laughs> Kids don't know how to. I can't, divide, I can't debate that one. I mean, that's 100%. Mm. Um, but anyway, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> <laughs> don't short I'm trying yourself. To get, just walking I'm trying to get you to spit that beer across the room. Uh, no, but it can be obtained. You can be a district deputy. The Grand Lodge and Grand Lodge officers, district deputies, are not unobtainable it's it's something you can do as long as you strive and try to do it so um even if you're not picked just keep pushing just keep trying to do your best and at some point you will be recognized i would encourage you to get out in your district if i mean granted i think all jurisdictions are split up into districts but get out into your district run into you know different lodges go into you know Go help other lodges, even if it's on like their community service event and everything. And people notice your works. Yeah. I don't think every jurisdiction has the concept of Blue Lodge councils, but there's definitely, you all have the ability to travel, right? We're all Masons. Traveling is one of the things that we enjoy doing. So go visit the lodges in your state or in your jurisdiction and see what they're doing. 
Absolutely. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, we're running short on time. <laughs> God damn it, just keep I on coming. It. Just keep on coming. I have nothing else to offer. <laughs> I got nothing else. I think I'm done. If I have more, I'll, go, I'll be on. Wash your brother, Ken. Yeah, shorty. What's up? <laughs> what? That's not good enough? Okay. That fell short. What, what, what would you like? Yes. What? No, do you have anything else you want to bring? Oh, no, no. Nothing to bring before the lodge at this time, Worshipful Master. <laughs> Worshipful Master? What? No, no, that's what huh? we say, right? You, uh, Master of the podcast. I, I'm getting hungry. We should wrap this up. Yes. Uh, I was Go looking for some for, short ribs. I was looking for some other content. Uh, I, I heard Some other content? There was something else that somebody had written to me, but we'll talk uh, oh, about it next gotcha. podcast. So. Yep. But anyway, for the Freemason podcast, thank you for sons of bitches brothers for uh for for all the laughs tonight indeed love being the ass of the jokes but you know what that's fine <laughs> anyway uh for the freemasons podcast i am right worship brother george marjorie signing off worship brother joe signing off. worship brother ken signing off and brother rocco signing off have a good night everyone good night everybody hope you enjoyed yeah i sure didn't